Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's the end of the year, or if you're listening to this on Saturday, which obviously you would be, it's the beginning of the new year. Hooray. New year, new year. So I live, I, I live, I work with a bunch of old people, and I heard the joke. See you next year. So many times today. <laughs> so many times. Luckily, uh, I haven't worked in a week and a half. Avoided all of it, though wow. technically, it all, technically it all still could have happened at the same at the time when I did see everybody. Basically, he said, "Fuck you, peasant. I have time off." Oh, sorry. Here, uh, let me let me rephrase myself. Uh, fuck you, peasant. <laughs> well then, uh, on that bombshell. Uh, this is the, the <laughs> this is the Gamers Two podcast, your weekly roundup, yearly even, yearly perhaps roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interests. Yes, yes. Bi-weekly, kind of. Well, no, we had an episode last week. We had an episode was last week. There's no recorded. news. Yeah. Which is fine, because two weeks worth of news, and it's still not thrilling. So, when the pandemic's raging, and we're going to have a nice little surge post-New Year's, because... Everybody's got to go out. No one can behave themselves. That's just true. They all got to go out. That's be true. That's Count balls dropping and spitting in each other's mouths. I don't know. Yeah, we all work at doctor's offices now. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. Um, you know. <laughs> you know. The uh, Don't I, kiss I do, strangers. I do enjoy the... What? The, you know, the ball drop thing. Tell me what to do. Oh, it's a New Year's. I'm gonna, I need to kiss someone. I don't yeah, know, my left palm. Wow. Guy's got palms over here. <laughs> Bro, you got palms? <laughs> The the always the the fun call for me is you know, oh people can't behave stupid people and I'm like you're you're right but they can't behave any other year either it doesn't matter if it's a pandemic it's getting or not. worse it, we are devolving we really are devolving and like the earth is like trying to send this a message I mean there's been tornadoes Colorado's wildfires like Colorado's the fire. planet is literally melting. Wait till some of those prehistoric diseases crawl out of that fucking ice. God, the first person to get killed by a T-Rex is going to be my favorite person on the planet. Uh, yes. 
Yes. <laughs> How great is that moment going to be? Oh, we found a T-Rex. And it ate somebody because they thought they could pet it. No, we're definitely, we are definitely going to do Jurassic Park. Someone's cloning a mammoth or something, and that'll kick things off. But this time it'll work. Yes. Jurassic Park's never had any critical flaws ever. Yeah. Yeah, it'll work this time. Science fiction isn't real. We don't need to worry about that. They didn't land on the moon, but we can recreate dinosaurs. What? We got this. What? We got this. I don't need vaccines. <laughs> uh, Clone that fucking T-Rex. There, there was a clip. God, I don't even want to. I already, we're derailing so we hard. We are derailing so hard. Uh, there was a clip from a, a long time ago. I say a long time ago, probably a few years ago, where James A. Caster was on a on a quiz show with Dara O'Brien as the host and two other contestants. It's, it was something called like Blockbuster or whatever you... Choose a hexagon Ooh, that starts edgy for you. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that skit. It's so good. Too challenging for you. Oh yeah, because you know who's been do a challenge anyway. The <laughs> the objective is there's a bunch of like honeycombs on the board that all have a letter in it. You mm-hmm. pick a letter. Your one team's trying to go connect all the honeycombs from the top to the bottom. The other one's trying to connect it from side to side. Yep. And the letter is like, say it's an H. And what H is the uh, famous Greek god or whatever? Oh, Hercules. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Is he Greek? I don't even know. So <laughs> that's how it played or whatever. The other team had a contestant on it that conspiracy theorist and everything and dara who is a known science guy or whatever was just like losing his mind it wasn't and the so was, lady was it was yeah. it, the, it was the one it was the couple right and there was the, well, the it was woman. two of them i don't know if they are a couple but yes yeah, yeah. there's, there's the yeah. two of them on the other team you've probably seen it with me before yeah, yeah. i know what you're talking about yeah and she's like oh next you're gonna tell me evolution is real and he's like what <laughs> <laughs> what because <laughs> she believed that the pyramids were sent back in time by aliens or something else and i yeah those are the sense. people those are the people that are getting validated these days so yeah yeah uh video game news you, you want to hear releases? about a new release yeah well, i do want to hear One about a new single release. new release called lacuna 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 matata lacuna matata it means no worries except for 2021 so, Lacuna is out on the Switch. There you go. There you Whole go, Lacuna. new release list. Yeah, you nailed it. You got that that empty you, slot. You can have the, the, the early one. Early bird gets the worm, mother truckers, number one. <laughs> 2022 is going to be a weird year. <laughs> Hades is the first video game ever to win a Hugo Award. The Hugo Awards focus on science fiction and fantasy works from the previous year, putting Hades up against fellow 2020 releases Animal Crossing New Horizons. Blaseball. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Spiritfarer, and The Last of Us Part Two. That's a weird assortment of games. Uh, the Best Video Game Award was added as a special one-time category for this year's awards. I kind of like it. Do we know what... Um... Never mind. I'm an idiot. That's cool. Reading is hard. It is hard. I agree. 
I've been reading uh, The Baby, a book every night. Uh, that's been fun. Have you been able to read it better than you've read podcasts this year? Oh, hell yeah. That's impressive. Hell yeah. He gets hyped, though. It, Big pictures? Total, total different effects. So, like, it's supposed oh, to be so, a bedtime story. Oh, and he And I, I, like, I read with, like... Gusto? With Gusto, yeah. I put some animation into that voice, and he just gets hyped. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't working. We gotta, we gotta tone this down. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea that you, other, other than when uh, we've injected alcohol into each, into ourselves, almost said it's what weird into our uh, buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> that we are usually two of the more calmer. Just eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just what I don't care. Doesn't you know? Blah blah blah. But then you know, you get to a bedtime story like. You would not believe where this truck is going. <laughs> Guess what? Uh, Uphill. And that's the perseverance that this truck shows. Oh. <laughs> you know, you just got to, like, like, read what's, it what's in the, the correct. Story? What's it, the story? In the correct. Uh, dude, there's actually so many. We have so many fucking books. It's oh, kind of okay. wild. Right. It's just I insane. wasn't sure if it was just, like, a favorite that you just were, like, really all about the little no. engine that could or something or samantha's been enjoying it too so like oh, christmas no, you're, eve you're putting on a play now yeah christmas eve <laughs> i had to like she was like i really want you to read uh it was like what the fuck is the book the night before christmas or whatever oh no. so i had to do that and it's just crazy it's just crazy and all through this motherfucking house, motherfucking house. <laughs> see that's the thing is i can't wait till we get to some good books that are like you know yeah you just got to read a. Uh... Samuel Jackson's Go the Fuck to Sleep. Exactly. exactly. But yeah, it is uh, interesting. Do you know what baseball is? I do not. I feel like you would enjoy baseball. Uh, I, I'm really quick. That's what I forgot to Google. Uh, I'm trying to double check if I remember the exact rules. Uh, but baseball is an internet web-based okay. uh, game. It is uh, by from the Paris Review. It is the most entertaining and unique event on the internet right now. Wow, Paris Review. Polygon calls it a place of joy, of sustained enthusiasm, of people eager to make stuff. High praise. The Los Angeles Times, a game of beautiful communal idealism. Wow. Here, here I am going to read. This is from Blaseball.com. Blaseball is baseball at your mercy. Baseball perfected. Our players are inhuman. They play day and night, rain or shine. They never grow sick. They never tire. They compete for you, the fans. Your attention fuels them. We invite you to wield your influence. Each season, vote to remake baseball in your image. Everything from rules to rosters is in your hands. Remember, the greater the risk, the greater the reward. So do what you do best. Gamble. Win big. Betting is allowed encouraged and free seasons run monday to friday the postseason ends on saturday and on sunday we rest your first vote is on us the fate of the league is on you rejoice and play ball interesting so basically what it is is you end up rooting for you know whatever teams but entire teams can get like annihilated and just not exist anymore Oh, nice. Like, there's all these just random, random things that can happen and everything else. Like, And you can vote to just change rules and... Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. 
Crazy stuff. Chaos. I have not gotten involved yet. Don't know why it was nominated for a Hugo Award, but all right. Amazing game. It has just as much amazement in it as Final Fantasy VII Remake. Also, don't know why that was Also, nominated. arguably, way more. Yeah. And let's be honest, the only two that... The only three that should be nominated are Blaze Ball, Animal Crossing, and Spiritfarer. You're welcome. Well, Hades is a fantasy. Oh, Hades. I forgot about that. Four. Oh, well. Number two. The Texas-based independent studio Monumental has acquired MMO title Crowfall from developer Artcraft for an undisclosed sum. As part of the deal, the team behind Crowfall will also join Monumental. Crowfall launched in July this year after multiple rounds of funding to fuel its development. Haven't heard of it. Neither have I, but I have noticed the trend. And we've talked about this. I've mentioned it before, and I think we've discussed it briefly. Which one are we going with? MMOs. Oh, yeah. Hot back. in the streets. Yeah, yeah. They're hot in the street. Uh, but here's the issue with things that are hot in the street. You know what else is hot in the street? Garbage. Corpses. And garbage. Garbage. And all corpses. three of those things. They all get hot when left in the street. And guess what happens then? They smell. Exactly. Terribly. And then you get we... disease. You get rats carrying this disease. Fleas, potentially. And then you get bubonic plague. Plagues, yep. Disgusting. Happy we're going there. And then you play Plague Tale Innocence. So it's all full circle. Yep. Uh, but th- this is the issue. And we both talked about it before. We said MMOs are on the rise again. But we're going to get a bunch of stinkers. Yeah. Yeah, you got to wade world, through the shit to find the diamonds. Yeah. A new world was a shit. Rough diamond. It was <laughs> <laughs> really Piece <rough>. of coal. <laughs> Piece of even... coal needs to get crushed <laughs> into a diamond. <laughs> Uh, but I mean that's the that's the first one, yeah. Wow, and Final Fantasy are still doing their thing. Final Fantasy, if anything, becoming the beautiful diamond. Yep. Wow's needs some buffing. Needs a little bit of shine because it's yeah. starting to lose its. I mean, it's needs it's, to go to the jeweler. It needs a cleaning. Yo, it needs a deep clean. Deep clean. Get into those crevices. But again, New World didn't ever doesn't know what a jeweler is, so we're yep. there. Yeah, there's a there's a few in development from some Star Wars needs a clean. Yeah, that's because they've delayed it till next year now, and I'm annoyed. It's life, pain, pandemic, life. Yeah, I mean, I expected it, but it was just like whatever. Now it's now I'm annoyed because by the time that they're dropping that, I actually probably won't play it because that'll probably be when the new patch for WoW comes out. Mm-hmm. They've shot themselves directly in the foot. Yes, they have. That nah, would have been now that you mention it. It would have that been, would be the worst possible thing to do. Yep. And you did it. Oh, like, oh, you... Bioware's like, we have one good thing left, boys. How can we sink it? You could have released (laughs) right before Final Fantasy was having all of its server issues. You could have released then and been in a wow lull and people waiting for Final Fantasy. Now Final Fantasy is out and people can't play the game because it's too popular. And people in wow are, are just going over there to waste their time. And... The other option was, oh, we could go play Star Wars, except now Star Wars delayed its new content until February when, uh, spoiler alert, probably the WoW patch is coming out. So why not, just, <laughs> why not just take that and go, nah. Not that there's necessarily people that won't still play it. There are. We've seen that by numbers mm-hmm. before. But it's like when I went back 
those weeks ago and I was playing everything, there were so many people that were coming back because they're like, there's a, we got two weeks or whatever, this new expansion's coming. Everybody's like, all right, yeah. I haven't played in a couple of years. I figured I'd come back for this. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, we get to try out all these things. And then they went, oh, hey, I know you guys have been playing a while, but there's really nothing much to do. Uh, also, we're delaying this two months, and everybody, I'm pretty sure, just went, cool. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm this one... Uh, Riot's MMO is, is lingering constantly. There was actually a conversation that was happening the other day on Max's stream. Shout out uh, Maximum on Twitch. And he was just going, people always in there shouting the same three things as they always do. Uh, what's best for blah, blah, blah. What do you think of blah, blah, blah. But he's answered it 75,000 times over. Uh, you know, what did, well, what did you think about Wildstar? You know, all that. All the stuff. Are they specifically asking about Wildstar, or is that just a well? Whenever, example? whenever like MMOs like, come up, whoa! Whenever MMOs yeah, come up of saying. like what he really enjoyed or whatever, Wildstar gets brought up because he's talked about it multiple times at this point. Where oh, okay. he enjoyed what it was doing, but then but then they shot themselves in the foot. Um, and he was talking about with Riot, and I strongly agree with him. Where if Riot, do you know what the difference between a tab target MMO and an, an action MMO are? In like, um, they're it's a nuanced difference, but in prince, like uh, yeah, I mean, I guess in, in practice, in princi- in, yeah, in practice, I do. Where tab targeting is just you click and that's your guy, and you're doing those things, you're moving around. Where like an action one is you, like the way you play Smite. Yeah, where you like new new world's action. Yes, WoW is you're having to aim of, all well, this. WoW is tab targeting. Tab, but there are skills that need to be aimed, right? Yes, but okay. not not your basic stuff. Yeah, like yeah. not having to actually pull and draw the bow and you know mm-hmm. do all that stuff. And it's like sure, some of those work, and him and I are both on the same page, or I I agree with him. I don't know, whatever. Because I didn't even think about this being a possibility, but he and, but he brought it up, and I was like, "Oh shit!" If Riot's MMO isn't tab target, like wow, I immediately lose interest because every time an MMO is not that way, it doesn't have legs. It 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 doesn't necessarily yeah, it doesn't have great legs, but it doesn't it its combat style for me is not what I want. Well, it's like a pacing issue. I feel like like when when an MMO we're getting really in the weeds here. <laughs> I feel like MMOs, and it could just be like our our age, generation, or whatever, what our expectations are of an MMO. But like, I feel the same way where I'm immediately kind of turned off by, by what, what are they called? Action. I call it like action versus tab targeting. Yeah. Because it, you're having yeah. to like move and do it. But I don't know if that's correct. Because like you kind of go into an MMO assuming it's going to have a more like, I don't want to say laid back, but like there's, I don't know how to describe it. There's like a clear difference. It's more almost turn-based RPG versus action RPG. Yeah. Where... You have like okay, you're gonna sit over there doing your things, but we're playing it as a real time turn base where I cast this spell, you're doing something. I can't, we're, but we're just we're not. There's no pausing to take those turns. Everybody's just doing everything. Mm-hmm. Where in another one, it's just absolute mayhem 
the entire and I'm like I have no idea. What it's almost like it, it's the reflex aspect of it, like kind of. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just I they never appealed. The only reason I I enjoyed BDO for some time, but even BDO doesn't hold legs for me because it doesn't have an end game. But their combat feels fun, but it's because there's no end game to for me to deal with. Mm-hmm. If I was doing their combat in a raid, I would hate it. Yeah. But just their combat in the open world is fine. Yeah, of course. The action combat in the open world where you're like, oh, I'm just going to farm things and murder. Okay, cool, whatever. That doesn't matter. That's fine. Is there an MMO that you can think of uh, where it has both? No. And that might that might be, might be me just being naive. Well, I can't think of one either. That's why I was asking you. Elder, I, Elder Scrolls, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I guess. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. They're they also lean more action, but they they do kind of have it. Yeah, with the casting. Yeah. Star yeah. Wars is tap target. That's why I like it. Yeah. It, it, they Star Wars and WoW, while still being two very different combat styles, like or not two very different genres. Yeah, two different genres and like ways they go about things. Still have the same combat style, and I go, yeah, that works. That makes sense. I mm-hmm. like this. And it's like, I, I would love the idea of a Riot one. Arcane is so good. League, for everybody's complaints, it's a good game. It's the number one MOBA. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't argue that. Uh, like, they have, and they have so many resources, and they have a former WoW lead running the well, team. I feel like it would be foolish to do an action MMO. I was like, think, why, why? You know, it's like, a, it, it's like the hot trend because. Oh, people don't like the original. No, people love WoW. You just don't know how to do iterations on it correctly. But because Riot's MMO team is being led by a former WoW lead, it I have that hope that they wouldn't do that. Then mm-hmm. he'd be like, no, I'm telling you this works. We just need to make it work in our universe, and then everything's fine. I haven't even That's liked... the biggest issue for me, is how does that universe translate? Yeah. Otherwise, I'm I'm excited for it just because Riot's resources and their ability to make quality things and give, again, WoW already has its now rival that it wanted to ignore for years in Final Fantasy. WoW has scoffed at Final Fantasy for so long that now they now they can't because they're kicking their ass. Yeah, but it's they need. They need enough. They need which more. Is, exactly. Which because is like Final Fantasy doesn't take enough away from WoW. Which is where I get excited with Riot, and I go, "Yes, give me the Mexican standoff between the three, and hopefully they all can rise and be better out of all of it together." Yeah. All right, let's move on, because um, we might we might come back to that. I don't know. Uh, we'll come back to it in two months, and then four months, and then. Every episode. Number three, Age of Empires 4 <laughs> design director Quinn Duffy announced his departure from Relic Entertainment. He leaves the game development studio after originally joining as a designer in 1998. Long time. Long time. My quick math says 23 years. Sure. I'm not doing the math. Number four. <laughs> The Game Awards reported that viewership grew to 85 million live streams for its 2021 show, which represents an increase of 2% year-over-year compared to last year's events. 
audience voting for the show grew to 27% year over year, reaching 23.2 million. Still terrible. As in, it was bad this year. Good that it's growing. Obviously, the people would be like, well, it only grew 2% versus the year beforehand. And I go, yeah. But the year beforehand, you didn't have to... It was a 30 million increase, I believe, to last year's 80-something million. Mm -hmm. So 19 to 20 was a 30 million increase. And it's like, oh, yeah. COVID. It obviously. That's why. Yeah. Oh, and games are just getting bigger as an industry still, no matter what. But again, we both agree the show wasn't that great. For sure. Uh number five, Ubisoft is experiencing what their employees are calling the Great Exodus. Great game name. A new report from Axios states that five of the top credited people from Far Cry 6 have exited from the company, and 12 who worked on last year's Assassin's Creed Valhalla also left. The company's Montreal and Toronto locations each saw a loss of 60 employees within the past six months. Speaking with a dozen current and former developers, the reasons given for the departures include low pay, more career opportunities elsewhere, frustration at the company's creative direction, and nervousness over Ubisoft's handling of workplace work, workplace work scandals. That doesn't make any sense. As you would expect, these departures are causing even more setbacks for Ubisoft's projects, according to the Axios report. So, uh, surprise, surprise. I mean, yeah. Is anybody actually surprised? No. Yeah. So, uh, even more delays. I'm I'm not surprised, but I am happy for the people that are like, I can't take this shit. I'm out of here. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the... I, I'm... It would be nice if the companies would recognize that and, you know, rethink their path, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh. Matt's got the jokes. Companies rethink making billions of dollars after abusing people. What? How do I get that money? <laughs> How much do I have to abuse you, Matt? Well, I mean, unfortunately, you're not going to get paid. So. Fuck. All right. I got to find somebody else to abuse. Pikachu? <laughs> Yourself. I do that daily. Number six, Embracer Group has entered agreement to acquire three more companies in the game space. Dark Horse Media, Shiver Entertainment, and Spot Film Networks. The deal puts Embracer in the cross-media sphere as it'll gain access to Dark Horse's roster of over 300 intellectual properties, as well as its comics publishing and TV production arms. Hey, this is the one I texted you about. Dark Horse founder and CEO Mike Richardson will continue to run the company. Shiver Entertainment, or Shiver Entertainment, don't know which one that is, I like Shiver though, will operate as a subsidiary under Saber Interactive, which operates under Embracer, which operates under my wallet. Previously, <laughs> it focused primarily on co-development and porting projects across multiple platforms. Spot Film Networks is a German video-on-demand channel and was acquired through another, another subsidiary, Coke Media, because of course it was, because Coke Media is somehow a subsidiary of Embracer Group. Uh, for funsy, sometime go to the Embracer Group wiki page and scroll down to subsidiaries and, and keep scrolling and have fun with that one. 
I love it. THQ Nordic, baby. Yep. Number seven. Bring it back. Psych. Embracer isn't done. Oh, shit. Embracer. They own us now? Do they (laughs) buy us? For $5. For for Tree City. You sold us for that much? (laughs) I said dollar menu at McDonald's. Ooh. Embracer Group has acquired even more companies. They acquired two subsidiaries, Perfect World North America Corporation and Perfect World Publishing. Those from, first off. Go ahead. Perfect World North America Corporation. We need a rebrand. Well, <laughs> fuck it. Buy it. Stuff them in somewhere else. Just because Perfect World and North America don't go together. Yep. Uh, they were bought from Perfect World Europe for $125 million. Also, name doesn't check out. <laughs> Uh, this also includes Cryptic Studios, best known for MMOs such as Neverwinter oh, and man. Star Trek Online. Throwbacks. Uh, while Embracer itself has made the purchase, these companies, with their 237 employees, will be integrated into Gearbox Entertainment, which was acquired earlier this year in a $1.3 billion deal. Still making a movie. Yep. Embracer also snatched up Hungary-based animation studio Digic. Is it Dig Digic? Yeah. I want to say Digit every time I look at it, and I don't like Digic. I like Digic. Dig, dig, yeah, make it a hard J sound, Digic. Yeah. All right, we'll go Digic. Or Digic. Digic. Ooh. Digic. Yeah, we're going to go with Digic. Even but, though like, but like Chic? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Digic. <laughs> <laughs> every company hates us. Yeah, they do. Uh, animation studio Dijik Holdings, which will be added to the Saber Interactive Group. Uh, Dijik has produced an animated series for various streaming services, but has also built a reputation for itself by creating trailers and cinematics for best-selling video games, including Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Destiny 2, and The Witcher 3. Which, let's be fair. Good shit. Good cinematics. Yeah. All three of those have always added good cinematics. As much as sure, I love to make fun of Things I dealt with in Valhalla or Destiny 2 as a whole. Mm-hmm. Cinematics are always good. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing with Star Wars. Speaking of back to the MMO thing. Yeah. Cinematics are amazing. Up your gameplay now. <laughs> Star Trek Online, uh, still going. Still getting updates. Did you uh, ever play it? No. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Did you ever play Neverwinter? No. No, I never did either. I I, I watched Neverwinter a couple times, like outside in, like, oh, what do you guys yeah. got going on over there? And then I, every time I went, Oh, but there's that thing called WoW, and it's just it's angry. I'm looking at other 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 MMOs. Yep, and it's hundreds of tentacles coming and wrap themselves around you. Ah, but I like them. <laughs> That's probably uh, you say that, Mister Singled Out by your fours of cards. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, but hey, they. I'm just curious because they're going. Oh, so, they, so they go to Gearbox. Does that, what is that? Does that finally confirm or fuel fire to the rumor that we've had for before Borderlands Three that they were going to make a Borderlands MMO? There's been that talk forever, and there's another board. We know there's another Borderlands on the way after Tiny Tina. I don't know, like, but there's been there's been rumors about that a, a potential Borderlands MMO. For years. That would make sense. Uh, because it, it's also possible. Yeah. No, oh, you're just a vault hunter. Create yourself and then pick a talent tree. That's what that you would, do anyway. That would make sense. Um, 
I don't know if there's any like foresight that's gone into any of this though, because Embracer has bought so much shit that it's just like. Oh no, Embracer does the exact. They are the definition of instead of throw shit at the wall and see what sticks, they throw monies at companies and see who takes it. Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't know anymore. <laughs> like, I I don't know if it's like if we're if it's just becoming like a bloated mess or if it's gonna become this like four hundred pound angry gorilla that's like in the room and it's just gonna start throwing good video games at our faces and we're gonna be like we can't take anymore and it's gonna be here's another good game bitch ah. oh did you think you couldn't play two good games in a month what if I drop thirteen yeah what. Exactly. I do. You, you, I sent you the image, right? Muffled gorilla violence. Have I sent I you that image? So. Oh god, it's one of my favorite. Hey, did you hear about the? Did you hear the joke about the gorilla that escaped from the zoo? Because no, it's because I am a sneaky gorilla, <laughs> and then muffled gorilla violence is like the <laughs> interesting. Have you to see it? Oh yeah, it's like, you you get the joke though. It's the gorilla telling the joke to the person. Hey. Have you, did you hear about the gorilla and the person being like, no, and then him being, I mean, it's because I'm a sneaky gorilla. And then he just murders the person. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I get it now. <laughs> Number eight. Remedy Entertainment announced that its upcoming free-to-play cooperative PvE shooter codenamed Vanguard issue. There's already a game like that. Well, they don't care. Will be co-financed by Tencent. The when game, you got ten cent money, you can do whatever the fuck you want. So does Riot. Well, who yeah, is, exactly. Who is, who is the game, which is said to marry Remedy's renowned narrative expertise with action gameplay, with the goal to create an immersive multiplayer experience, will be self-published by the Finnish studio worldwide, with the exception of select Asian markets, aka the ones that don't want black people in them. That's a good point. Fucking stupid Asian markets. In those countries, Tencent will take over localization and publishing duties. Of course they will. Very Tencent of them. Oh, no, no, don't worry. We'll handle it over here. We'll suppress all that free speech shit. We'll lube up those uh, Chinese pockets so we yeah. can get them. Yeah, to... we'll make sure it's correct. Don't worry. We'll still get our money. God, I hate it. Vanguard is still in the proof of concept phase, according to the press release. Tencent will co-finance development with Remedy. Both parties will be responsible for their own publishing and game operating costs in their respective territories while sharing a portion of revenue to the other party after the recoupment of the development costs. So Remedy's got two on the way. A new Mm -hmm. Alan Wake and this. Yeah. Yep. Do they own a... Are they... Do they have any ownership, like uh, any shares of Remedy? Do we know of? Is that a thing? Not that I know of. Yeah. This might lead to that, though. That's what I'm thinking as well. Great minds. Uh, Don't know anything about that. Uh, Number nine. I have one. (laughs) Tesla has agreed to roll out an update to stop people from playing games on the Car Center touchscreen console following pressure from safety regulators in the U.S. Earlier this week, the National Traffic Safety Administration opened an investigation into the software following a complaint about the feature and how it might distract the driver, thus increasing risks of an accident. Despite the update, the regulator said that it will continue to investigate the feature in the future. That's a, that's a tongue twister. 
I mean, kind of makes sense. You probably shouldn't be able to play The Witcher while driving your car. I mean, listen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride Roach while I play Roach. You know. Ooh. And also, I'm naming my Tesla Roach. Okay. I I just find that whole thing. Tesla's like, and it's just, you know, you can change the sound of your horn on a Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a legal thing. Yeah. Like that seems like a safety issue. I want to make it jingle bells. It's like Forza. But like Forza jingle bells. So it's just. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of being actual music, it's just a horn playing the music. Wow. You don't want to do the Doom music? Oh, I would 100% do the Doom music. Are you kidding me? I would have it switch based on my mood. (laughs) I'm in a hurry to get to work. Doom music's coming out. (laughs) I still haven't gotten that horn. I haven't either. I had somebody in one of our online games. I think the one where you got like frozen and stuck in. They had the high-pitched Doom one, and I was just like, yes, because everybody in online games just blasts their horn the entire time, and I love it. Yeah, it's one of those ones that I've like missed by one slot. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever spin. seen it. The uh the horn the horn honking in Force is fun. When I, when I did that online race I was talking about, mm-hmm. where it's the I don't know if it's I don't think it's ultimate. I can't remember what it is, but you play as a team of uh humans against a team of AI in just this ser- series of races, like three races or something. And Every time the race started, the moment one person honked a horn, everyone answered it with a horn. Oh, man. <laughs> it was just beep, beep, and then you just hear, <laughs> for this like is, seven cars. This is the way. Yeah, very much this This is the way. Uh, number 10, Activision Blizzard update time. Judge Dale S. Fisher ruled to deny the Department of Fair Employment and Housing's intervention in Activision Blizzard's settlement with the U.S. Equal Opportunity Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, although she. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's not a repeat. It seems like a repeat. Although she denied the intervention, she is allowing the DFEH to file an animus brief, which is an official, this is what I would do statement attached to the case. I'm not saying I did it, but this is what I would do. <laughs> yeah. This is like last time she said that she's likely not to allow it. And then she finally made the ruling that she's not going to allow okay. them to intervene. But I, she is, and that auto corrected to animus, I think it's uh, um, amicus. Oh, okay. Um, weird that it re- auto corrected to uh, animus. Right? It's weird. Um, I also, my, I don't know, sexism or something showed up because I, that that's why I originally paused it because Dale and then she and I went. Yeah, it is a she. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. We've seen them be better judges anyway lately. Because uh, what was her name in the yeah in the google case was yeah. awesome yeah the quotes man it's top yeah, class so good just tell literally told him just go fuck themselves <laughs> basically uh get out of my courtroom i hate you and you're stupid <laughs> basically it's like yes all right this next one is interesting because it uh it's probably gonna have an impact on the activision blizzard case oh here we go Riot Games has reached a settlement of $100 million for a 2018 case that alleged sexual harassment that took place at the publisher. As per the terms of the agreement, the publisher will pay $80 million to current, former, and contract California employees who worked at the company from November 2014 to the present. An additional $20 million will go towards attorney legal fees and other expenses. The lawsuit against Riot Games was initially filed in November 2018 following an expose from Kotaku about its alleged toxic work culture. A primary, uh, preliminary settlement between the parties could have been seen could have seen former Riot employees receiving $10 million, which is terrible. However, the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing said that they could be entitled to over $400 million. In addition to the $100 million lawsuit settlement, Riot said that it will take actions to, quote, drive ongoing transparency and accountability, end quote. Riot has also committed to having its internal reporting and pay equity processes monitored by a third party jointly approved by Riot and the DFEH for three years. So that's Riot's settlement that they made with the Department of Fair, uh, employment and housing yeah uh i still i think blizzard is double the minimum yeah i want those are rookie numbers i want to pump them up oh yeah i want well i want to pump those numbers up initially anyway yeah that's why i appreciate the california department of fair employment going oh you wanted to give them 10 million uh how about 400 you pieces of shit yep uh but yeah as typical Federal regulations on a business that's just, hey, 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 why why are they so angry with you? 
here, you just give us a little bit of money, and that'll make everything go away. Mm-hmm. No, burn them at the stake. It'd be nice if, like, Activision Blizzard was, like, $500 million. Oh, that's what I would, like, hope. But, let's be honest. Yeah. Not likely to happen. Two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now for some questionable things that we didn't write full paragraphs on. A producer at Bioware might have cheekily revealed something about the new Mass Effect game by focusing attention on a job listing for an associate technical director. Quote, Bioware is hiring talented programmers with Unreal Engine 4 and 5 experience. Come, join our team, and work with us on the next Mass Effect game, end quote. Uh, Nate's notes are, thank Christ they're using Unreal and not something else, because they clearly don't know how to use other things. And it's still going to be shit. Number two. Ouch. Listen, I have no reason to think that would be good. Here's here's the here's the reason. Oh, they changed engines. That's hope, the only thing. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Why are you using my own line against me? I'll hope for the best. I'll prepare for the worst. There you go. Balance. That's all, all things should thing. be. <laughs> Number two, former director of product marketing for EA, Kim Saltzer, said EA. Killed a Harry Potter MMO. I almost read Killed Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Kill that motherfucker. Killed You're a dead wizard, Harry. <laughs> you were a wizard. And now you are nothing. Anyway, she said EA killed a Harry Potter MMO because, quote, EA was going through some changes at that time. And they just didn't know or believe that enough IP would have a shelf life longer than a year or two. Unless their name is Madden, FIFA, Star Wars, uh, Battlefield. Madden died this week. John did. So did, so Betty, did White. Betty White. Yeah. Hell of a way to end 2021, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't just one couldn't more let it p- slip by. I gotta take him. Yeah. Just one more gut punch on the way out. Uh. Uh, number three, according to Game Informer, Bully 2 was in development in 2008 at Rockstar's New England studio and had six to seven hours of playable content. The game was effectively canceled a year later. And we're talking about it 12 years later. Yeah, I don't know where this Bully 2 obsession came from. Because everybody just wants... It, it's If you talk about what's Rockstar doing next, if it's not GTA 6, that comes up. Which doesn't I don't doesn't make sense to me, because I don't think Bully, the first one, sold super well. No, but it's liked. Yeah. You think they're doing table tennis, too? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Do you think Midnight Club actually sold well? No, I don't think it did, but... I would love a new Midnight Club. <laughs> It probably would be shit, but yeah, LA Noir two gets thrown around, but LA Noir two people hated when it came out. Yeah, yeah. Number four things to chit chat about. Why did I read that? Anyway, Witcher season two is out. Halo Infinite. Matt and I played it. The Book of Fett is officially started, and there's an Uncharted trailer that we didn't watch because I don't care about that movie at this point. It was pretty bad this time because it ended with uh, Sully, like they showed Mark Wahlberg. With a mustache. CGI'd. I mean... Did we we reverse cavil it? No, I think it was, like, real-ish, but (laughs) it looked pretty terrible. filled in. Yeah, it looked pretty terrible. That or it was, like, makeup, you know, Mm -hmm. like, uh, stick on. Yep. Yeah, Halo... Should we we just get right into Halo Infinite? You want to talk about it at all? Yeah, let's let's go with the... Ha, ha, ha. It's been seven days. uh, What have you been playing? Okay, cool. So, Halo? Halo. We've both finished the campaign. 
Yep. Do you, did you look at your time played? No. Okay. I can real quick if you want me to. I mean, it's up to you. I, I know my time played. Um, I'll rattle it off real quick. I'm not uh, going to look it up because my speakers are set to blast the Halo intro when it starts. Oh, that's a good point. Um, spoilers, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, if you're somebody that plans on playing Halo Infinite, you can stop listening now and we'll uh, see you next week. So I did... The, the only collectibles I didn't do were the skulls and the uh, like some of the probably half the audio logs, maybe a little bit less than that. I don't have. Okay. And like half of the armor, multiplayer armor things. Okay. And uh, I was just shy of 20 hours. I was like 19 hours and like 30 minutes or something like that. Let's ballpark me at 11. Yeah, I would, I would say that's probably right. Because. I didn't do any of that. I went and got one skull, mm-hmm. which probably took me 10 to 15 minutes because I was doing it stupidly and refusing to do it the easy way. Yeah. Because I didn't know how to do it the easy way at the stage I wanted it. It was mm-hmm. the I would have been your daddy skull and you needed to go up on top of a level. So I was just grappling hooking my way up. Was it the tower? Yeah, it's the top of the tower. I, I did get that skull. I just I hopped in a. I couldn't find one to fly up there. I think I had the wasp unlock. I, yeah, I had the wasp. Unlock, oh, did you go so get it late? Yeah. I got it when I did the tower mission. Yeah, I didn't. I yeah, yeah. I went late and got it. I finished the tower and went up and got it. Trying to scale up and like land myself on little mm. things and slingshot myself with a grappling hook. Yeah. Uh, but that's the only that's the only one I got. I didn't go get a single other one. Um, I got some forward bases. I got. I did some of the like rescue missions. I probably don't even have close to half the audio logs. I don't have even close to half the armor. I didn't do half the high value targets. I, you know, I typical Nate playthrough. Yeah. So I, the main collectibles, I would say like the fobs, the squads, the high value targets. I did all of those. And the other thing, there's another base thing. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, the the purple ones. Yeah. Did all those. Um, so I basically got to the point where I had all the stuff unlocked, the fob. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got... When I finished the game, mm-hmm. game was done, and you get put back out of that fob. Yeah. Uh, the furthest I had, I had a scorpion available. Okay. That's how many points I had. Yeah, so you, you did, like... You basically did the main story, and that was it. Yeah, so... Which, really... Before we go to the issues I have with that, mm-hmm. the pacing overall has issues. Yeah, I mean, I think what I said earlier kind of sums it up for me, where it was a good proof of concept for the fact that Halo can exist in, like, the like modern times. Like, the graphics were good enough. They were good. I didn't mind them like I thought I would. Um... I'd have minded them if they were the original ones from last year. Yeah. The like the the gameplay was fine for me. Yeah. Played fine. Um, Difficulty was a little weird. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was some fights that were just clearly were not designed with the next one in mind or anything. Yeah. Um it was a good proof of concept, but it definitely was like not complete. Yeah. There the pacing issue I have is they dump you into and I get more annoyed. Sorry, I felt something in my hand. That was weird. Um, I get more annoyed 
and I shouldn't because I've forever said that game reviews are shit. Mm-hmm. Who like I never end up agreeing with any of them, and they all write not in a way that I want to review a game. And I've had this issue. I've brought I brought this up with Lawrence at one point uh, on his stream, where I was like, game scores are terrible and they should be outlawed. Yeah. Game like you can do a game review, but don't put a score on it. Just have your review that is a com- a review should be a conversation. Yeah. It should be what we're going to do. Like how we do this where it is more just hey, these are the issues I ran into, but hey, I think you should still play it. And you know, this is why and we you know we still enjoy it or whatever. But when it gets to like, oh, well it does this thing really well or the the some of the comments were like, you know, this is the best uh, a Halo campaign has been or whatever. It really shows off Master Chief's uh, combat style and open world play or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, did you play the same game I did? Because I argue that that open world was empty. And and there's only two times in the beginning of the game when you get off the sh- – you crash for the first time and you're in that open world. They open up the map and they're like, hey, this is what you do in these areas. You go get fobs. You go help other squads. You know, you kind of build it back up. But it's empty. It feels empty. It does definitely feel empty. There are some portions towards the, the middle. I'm doing middle in quotations here. The middle of the map we're talking, right? Yeah, like the middle of the game, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where it's a little bit more full, but it is still like... There's just more enemies. And it goes back to what... And they're, like, all spaced out. What we've said before. If that game launches with co-op, I don't say this issue. Because that gets masked by the fact that me and my buddies are rolling around in vehicles just Yeah, fucking around. But when you're alone and you're just kind of going, you're like, "This this is just really empty. Like, there's not even patrols of, like, triple triple ghosts Mm -hmm. just, like, patrolling around. There's not even that. It's just... Hey, yeah. there's a camp here. Hey, there's a camp here. There's a camp. There's no. It's not. It doesn't feel like a live. There was world. the The part that was frustrating was there was no reason for it to be an open world game because you essentially moved from mission to mission, and the missions were self contained levels. Which is the more annoying thing is that so you have that open part in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go to the dig site. Yep. The dig. I'm ignoring that. The dig site is the first, the, like the really like the tower, sure, but the tower you could still argue feels like you're in the openness or whatever. Mm-hmm. The dig site's like the first time they're like, no, 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 you're gonna be locked away now. Mm-hmm. You can go into this level, but then right after the dig site, when you go to that next mission, I can't remember the, which one that is. Oh fuck, is it? Oh, you, you go climb the tower. Is that when the spire thing land? Yeah. You come back out of the dig site, and that pillar has shown up now. The giant, mm-hmm. whatever. You go to, yeah. And you have to go up. You go up the bottom of it, but, like, you're racing to get over there. And in racing to get over there, you're dealing with waves of enemies spawning and them dropping reinforcements on you because you're not supposed to be going there, you know, because they're protecting it or whatever. And I was like, yeah, this is what this world should feel like. Yeah. You're actually getting attacked actively, and, like, reinforcements are dropping. And, like, it is a live world where you are still technically, like, hunted. As you should be. You're not supposed to be here. So my theory is that it being a continuation of Halo Wars too, 
which we'll get into. Oh. <laughs> I think it was meant to blend the idea of what we know of as a Halo campaign and the idea of Halo Wars RTS together, where like that is was supposed to be like more of what we saw, like the banished forces versus the human forces. Like there was more of them combating each other yeah. with Halo or with Master Chief stuck in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Which which those are fine. It's just like that that moment of you're you're still in the entirely open world. Like you you could leave essentially and not go to that pillar. Yeah. You go somewhere else. But you want to go to that pillar. Yeah. And as you go to that pillar off the dig site, you are getting hit by those waves and everything and then you get to the dig, to the pillar, and they're like, "Oh, there's two hunters at the bottom," and it's like, "All right, we're 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 doing more what I expect." And then you go up to the pillar, and the pillar is an entirely it's a Halo level. It is a yep. Halo level to a T. You are locked away in a corridor. Let's go Halo level. And I'm like, "This, I'm here for this." But then you never hit the open world again. They Where lock does you. That. Into, they lock you into a Halo game until you have to go deal with the beacons, mm-hmm. which is three four missions later it feels like yeah and there is some bizarre thing that's not consistent that i noticed when i was doing like grabbing the multiplayer armors or grabbing like spartan cores and stuff like that that are randomly placed throughout the world some of them a few of them not even like half of them a few of them would kick off like a little mini event where like you'd go to approach this spartan core and then all of a sudden, like, brute dropships would come down. Like, the fucking pods with the brutes yes. in them. Yes, yes, yes. And then, like, a dropship would show up and drop... So, like, that was the type of stuff I was expecting that wasn't really, you know, equally dispersed throughout the entire world. Because there was, like, most of the time you just go up to the collectible and grab it. But every once in a great, great while, all of a sudden you'd be getting yeah. attacked and there'd be dropships and shit. And I was like, all right, this is cool. Yeah, it was uh, like, okay, that that's fine. That's good. But the you randomly get locked into the Halo campaign, which, again, I enjoyed the campaign, like, that style. So that was fine for me. But then they just open, they drop you back out and go deal with the beacons. And you're like, okay, so I'm back out in the open world. And on the lower side of the map, it's more alive. It, mm-hmm. ma- it's, it feels more lived in. They're like, oh, there's banshees in places yeah. now. And you're like, okay, so do they just not push north and they start you there for some reason? But... It falls into the same trap right after that where you're like, okay, after I've done these beacons, and now I go back into a Halo game for the rest of it. Yeah. You're in the open world for like two moments, like a chapter one and a chapter three. And that's it. Until you yeah. finish the game and then you're, you know, go, just, finish, go finish the fight. Yeah, Bullsh- like it's clearly, it's clearly like, I don't know. I'm assuming they had like a bunch of content and they had all these plans and it wasn't working out. So they chopped it all up and tried to like stick a campaign together yeah because then you get to the last level and it's a whole fucking section of the map and you can run around you go you can go all through that open world area over there with nothing in it except for that one fucking last level i don't know if you know what i'm talking about where you have to like get to the the very last level it's like oh you got to go over to this thing there's like a little uh almost like a little valley you got to go through you're talking about the the scorpion level? Yeah. The trench level for yes. rescuing Echo 216? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That whole portion of the map is free, and you can run through Never that. Never even there's, noticed. There's nothing there. 
Yeah, well, because they, like, they would never is... expect you to go out there because they literally have – they designed that, as, as you're saying, mm-hmm. to funnel you through that trench. Yeah, so, like, you know how there's, like, kind of, like, three se- – there's, like, the two sections of the map. Yeah, yeah. There's the first starting map, which is kind of pretty big. Yep. That has nothing in it. There's the second portion, which is um, more the more lived-in version. Yeah. The third portion is almost the same exact size as the second portion. But it's just the trench. But it's just the trench in the middle that you're meant to go through. The rest of it is all land and stuff that you can travel through, but there's, like, no yeah. reason to do it. Yeah, it's one of those where it's, like, you created an open-world game that put this great... And that trench part was great. Yeah, it was cool. That, once again, because they're playing the Halo music, and you're like... Yeah, this is my mm-hmm. siege moment. I feel awesome in this. Yeah. And but after that you're just kinda like, oh, okay. And then they didn't the balancing of the fights was weird because the fight with him with uh Ashram in there. Yeah. It's only it's the fight is entirely boring until he gets the hammer, and then the hammer is just let me run away and throw grenades at you. Yeah. I wish there was a um Or if you're me, I never switched off the grappling hook the entire campaign. I didn't either. I probably played. I probably played seventy of it with the grappling hook, and that was what I was just about to say. Is I wish they had a better way. I guess I could have. I didn't really check the key bindings if there was a good way to do it, but oh, to switch. I, yeah, I didn't like the way they had mapped out. The, what? Um, what? I wish you could have used them all, like or a couple of them at a time, instead of having to switch them out. Like they, if you could bind them to different things. But oh yeah, yeah. I the only thing I wish is you were like either grappling hook, jetpack, or like make them pickups or something. Don't even give me all of them because make them like the power ups, like the active like camo. the like the old yeah, either the active camo or like the old power up, like Halo Three when you pick up a bubble shield and then throw it. Mm-hmm. Like give me something like that, and then let me keep like the grappling hook is just a default. Like hey, you have that now, cool. Yeah. Uh, cause I, I had no, I never used the other ones. I never used the boost jump. I never I think used there the, was, um, the deployable shield. There were 35,000 of them in the open world anyway. I think you were meant to use them during certain of the, some of the like boss fights probably, but and I, I used just... them to a certain extent to like, kind of like get out of like to cheese certain spots. And I was having like issues, but. I would just grappling slingshot myself a bunch. And then in like the Ashram fight specifically, I would grapple grab the energy cells that were around, just grab them to myself and then throw them at him. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was just like, there's that one, that fight I grappled through the, um, the chick, the harbinger. Yeah. I harbinger had... fight. It was just me running around in circles in that room. Yeah. And then I had a sentinel beam. Yeah. She'd become targetable, roaster, and then I had a sentinel beam and the oh, what is that other weapon? The shock rifle? No, I use an explosive weapon. That's the same ammo type as the skewer, cinder shot. I was just gonna say the skewer, but yeah, no, I use a cinder shot. So I'd burn her shield with a sentinel beam, and then cinder shot her for half her health. And immediately move out of that phase. Sentinel beam her for the entire entirety of your shield. Once her health bar could actually take that little bit of damage, because there was like that one pause frame where mm-hmm. she'd lose her shield and be like, uh, and be invulnerable for whatever yeah. reason. The moment she was targetable, one cinder blast to the face, and she'd jump back to the middle. And I was like, some of the right, some of the weapons were balanced weird too, for sure. 
I I played the majority of the game with the commando rifle. Uh, <clears throat> oh, the uh, the like single shot, well, semi-auto. Yeah, but you could it was you could fall out of it. Yeah, yeah, but it bloomed pretty hard. Mm-hmm. But I it, like I hit used, hard one shot. I used basically everything. The only thing I refused to use because it was literally terrible was the Ravager. Oh yeah, the I found at the end. I could use it on certain enemies. I did find the enemies it was actually good on, which was those shielded brutes. Mm-hmm. The random like energy shield looking ones. Because it would chunk, it would, one one burst would demolish your shield and be gone. But I was like, why is there all this type advantage? What yeah, is this, Pokemon? That was, I same fucking response. I was like, I kept like having these issues where I'm like, why do some of these guns suck? And then I realized halfway through, I'm like, wait a second. They have, they're doing this like type shit. Yeah. Like, I noticed I didn't use the auto rifle the entire time. And then at one point I, I used it. The auto rifle fucking nukes like the the normal brutes. Oh, yes. It's just like you don't even have one to burst. Those... It takes them out. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. There's like maybe half a clip if you had to hold it down. Even the yeah. sprinting ones, it would demolish. Yeah. So I was just like, this is weird. Yeah, but yeah. um. What else is I don't know. There's it's just it's it's like a it's one of those frustrating games because you see the potential and yeah. it's just like it just doesn't take advantage of it at all. And then they're like, oh, 10 out of ten, nine out of ten. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you yeah, talking about? the grappling hook was fucking dope. By the way, that was cool. I really. Liked oh yeah, it. I love that. I used it whenever they do a speed run of of infinite. I'm almost positive that that's going to get abused to high. Oh health yeah, I don't know because... if you watched any of the YouTube videos. Well, there's the the old I'm going to jump across this map on a rocket moment. Yeah. But even just running, like when I was running through the Halo, what the old school Halo levels where you're just in a corridor, I would just jump, grapple, jump, grapple, jump, grapple, jump, grapple, and just slingshot myself through mm-hmm. three grappling hooks. I'm across an entire bridge and I'm moving on. Yeah. Also, they still did the weird thing because they, and I don't know how to fix it. It's just always funny whenever I notice it. If you picked up a mounted gun, or anything that was big, so it put you in third person, and you walked at a diagonal, you walked at sprint at normal speed. Mm-hmm. Normal slash sprint speed. Okay. Versus the slow, like, trot. If you tried to walk straight just with and not turn at all, you walk slow. Yeah. The moment you turn to the side, you pick up speed. <laughs> so moving at a, quote, diagonal was faster. So I would just carry a plasma cannon through everything I could, mm-hmm. and just, instead of looking at the door, I would look 30 degrees to the right and run at the door. <laughs> Wild. Hey, I don't know. I was just, I did have a slight frustration dying sometimes. Like I seem to get one shot a good amount of times, which there were a couple weird. times I got one shot in the Harbinger fight and I went where from what? Yeah. There's not literally nothing around me. I don't know yeah. what killed me. Yeah. There was a few things like the, the race like could murder you. There, there, were, there were a couple shots in the race where I went, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Best and, thing about the grappling but hook, like, though? They, can they could one-shot you if you were in a vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Best thing about the grappling hook, though? Enemy vehicles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a nice wraith you have over there. Be a shame if I... <laughs> <laughs> Mine now. <laughs> um, I did it with ghosts all the time. I would literally... I would... It's like that spot going up to the pillar. There's, I think, an elite and three grunts all in ghosts in like little different pockets that don't activate till you get close. Mm-hmm. But I would... Get I yank one of them out, kill it, 
drive around, see the next one, and just rather than even shoot, I would just get out and be like, come challenge me. Get their ghost, jack it again, and just keep yeah. going. <laughs> when you get, see, it's kind of weird because like. And I upgraded the grappling shot the whole way. Yep. I went through and got. It's one of those games where they almost don't. I don't know. It's it's hard to get a feel for because I I went through and got all the Spartan cores that I could early on, and did all of the fobs and all of the squads as soon as they became available. So like, I had everything maxed out and I had everything unlocked like as soon as possible. So like, the last unlock is the wasp, which is yeah. the fucking hover yeah, yeah. thing, which is the thing that I've complained about in multiplayer. Yeah, well, it's just as OP in the fucking campaign. Yeah. So, like, I would just fast travel to a fob, get in the wasp, and just, like... Hover around murdering everything. Hover around, clearing out the map, and then be like, all right, let's go move on to my next thing. Yeah. It's just like... Yeah, now put that in multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah. The thing That's is. the issue, is I would, I would jump in a banshee uh, in the lower half of the map when I had to do the beacons. Mm-hmm. I would just hop in everybody's banshee grappling hook myself up high skyjack them and go fly over to the next beacon get back in it and fly away and mm-hmm. i was doing everything like that but because you can't hover a banshee it's terrible yeah it's yeah. great for just moving around but you can't hover a banshee so it's like oh what if the wasp you can hover and you're like what the fuck yeah yeah obviously give me that i'm a i'm a walking sky turret that to dodge a race shot goes i'm a sidestep to the left yep. i'm a sidestep to the right not to mention like it can shoot rockets that are that do a shit ton of damage as yeah. well it's like maybe just you know think a little bit. Yeah, so I don't know. That's Halo Infinite, I guess. I, it's good. It just for what we want from it, it has issues. Yeah, I was a little annoyed by the ending as well. As far the as ending like, is super annoying because it doesn't wrap shit up. It's act. It's it resets. Act, it's act one or act one and a half of a two act play. I really was annoyed with the reset aspect of it too. Of like. I don't. I was like if double gonna... spoilers. I guess. Oh, uh, Cortana's dead. Um, we got this new thing that's a weapon that's basically like a brand new version of Cortana. Oh, by the way, uh, she's gonna pick her name. It's gonna be Cortana. Yeah, it's like oh, they don't confirm her name. Is like the you know yeah. The, oh, if I want to play devil's advocate, will it? She doesn't say. She just says, "Would it be okay?" And he's like, "You get to pick your name." And you're like, all right. Well, she chose Cortana, obviously, because why wouldn't she? Yeah, she. It's who she is. And then you go through the whole thing, and you're like, if the idea is that they want to reset Halo, that's fine. If they wanted to say, like, we're going to do it again type of thing, mm-hmm. okay. But you didn't even wrap up what's ish- what's just happened. Yeah. You're like, oh, the Endless are showing up. By the way, Atriox is still alive. By the By the way, I think he found a time travel machine in the middle of this ring. Yeah. Because he found Forerunner shit. Yep. But the Endless are a thing. But Atriox is alive. Who's not supposed to be. Yep. And what are the Endless again? Oh, they just got these warping people? I don't fucking know. What They're are they? New. They got fucking uh, Legend of Zelda <laughs> Chica tablets? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Not... The, the Breath of the Wild tablet things? Chica slates? All right. I thought you played Breath of the Wild. For like a hot minute. About as much as I played it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Anyway. All right. Game of the year, we both agree, is Forza. Yeah, Forza Yeah, five. I don't think it's not even a... 
contest for either of us. No. But yeah. Anything looking forward to 2022? I think we already did that. We did that last week. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Happy New Year. Do we have to do resolutions at some point? We can do those next week. Okay. We don't have to do them now. Figure that out. Because we don't know them and we won't follow through on them. Yeah. I mean, we got to make a small effort to pretend. But yeah, but we can at least, we can make a, a five minute segment of a joke. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in seven days. Don't get too drunk. See you later. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 